your commuting home with Katz and Cosby. Now, here's John Katz and and Rita Cosby on 77 WABC. Now we have Frank Moreno, and Frank Moreno interviewed one of the characters in town. One of the characters? That's putting it mildly. All right. <laughs> one of the biggest characters. Yeah, that's did, he a cameo? Uh, did he do a cameo for Frank, too? I might have. <laughs> Frank Moreno, you, you, you interviewed the other night uh, George, uh, Santos. George Santos, Congressman George Santos. It was his first radio interview well, since he cameo, left, so it was a big man, scoop. Give, give, us, give, us, give us the lowdown in a few minutes or less. Yeah, this was surreal, Joe. Otherwise, Thank it takes two people. hours for Frank. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's you why, we, that's why you give them what, four or five hours every night. Yeah, right. Exactly. It takes me four hours just to say hello. But um, <laughs> uh, yeah, if people didn't hear it, uh, they can listen to this. It was this morning. Uh, it was on. It's on WABCRadio.com, the podcast. This was wild. This is, as Rita mentioned, the first radio interview that George Santos did since being expelled from Congress. And, uh, you know, I knew George Santos a little bit when he was running for office, uh, not just the time that he won, but when he had run previously and lost. I didn't know what to expect. You know, somebody that's facing a federal criminal indictment and somebody that's just been expelled by his colleagues and sort of been lambasted by the national media, you'd feel maybe he's a little humble being exposed as a liar, making movies, books, talking about all the lies that he's uh, that he's been exposed for. You'd think maybe he'd be a little apologetic and have a little humility. So what I can't tell. Not at all. Any of that. (laughs) Apparently, All of his problems are uh, due to just about everybody else, including all of his colleagues. He went scorched earth on many of his Republican colleagues, several of his Democratic colleagues as well. Very interesting, though. The one thing that was a little bit different from when he left Congress, he said, I said, what's next for you? What do you want to do in the future? He said, look, I'm only 35 years old and I'm not done with public service. He's qualified to run for Senate. (laughs) He said he's going to he said he's going to run for office again and will be back in Congress someday. Wait, wait, wait. uh, wait. He thinks he's going to be back. Too. He that's what he said. That's uh, people Delusional. can listen to the interview for it's themselves. Delusional. And uh, he basically this was the first time that I've ever heard somebody that was under federal criminal indictment actually praise the Department of Justice for their professionalism, which told me that maybe they're on the precipice of some sort of sweetheart plea deal for him. And yeah, uh, they he just said wanted that him the, out. I don't think he's going to go to jail. Uh, I think I tend to agree with you after listening to him praise the but DOJ I think the this Republicans, morning. Frank, I think the Republicans did wrong. Oh. They should have let him stay to the end of the term. He was voting with them anyway. Why did they want to spend $20 million in the month of February? And why give a chance well, to lose for- the seat? Yeah, and I feel the same way about him that I do Menendez, and it has nothing to do with a partisan advantage, but it creates such a poor precedent. Here are two people, Menendez and Santos, charged with serious crimes, especially Menendez, but they've been convicted of nothing. And this has now become the first person since the Civil War to be expelled, not by his constituents, but by other politicians, even though he's entitled to the presumption of innocence. So I I think it's a bad deal, not just for the Republicans, but for the taxpayers. We have to pay the bills for a whole new special election in february now. that's a lot of words now, frank, frank you got we got a mutual friend on the line we have dr sky with us he has some breaking news and please stay on with him because uh, that's uh, your friend too absolutely uh, i'm going to be with him tonight steve cates dr sky well you got to tease the show too you know i mean yeah. I, I, want you to have higher, I want you to have higher ratings than uh, dominic carter because they're lower uh dr sky tell us what the heck is going on well, good evening, John, Rita, Craig, Judge, and 
Frank Morano. What a nice surprise, Frank, as we talk about things going on here with the X-37B. What's that? Well, it's a military spacecraft, kind of a space plane. The United States has been testing in orbit for about the last eight years. But excitement builds around the world, folks, as we're supposedly going to get a launch this time with one of the most powerful rockets in the world, SpaceX's Falcon Heavy. We've had two delays. The latest launch is now scheduled now. Keep our fingers crossed. Wednesday evening, 8.37 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Why is this particular spacecraft important? It's all about America's security. It's all about technology, and it does some amazing things. The last time it was up, it was up there in orbit for over 900 days doing surveillance and some kind of secret projects. And back a long time ago, I've been following this object in the sky regularly. You can see it. It changes its orbit. We kind of got in trouble down at the Kennedy Space Center years ago. We were doing a television show, and our film crew was told in the hangar not to shoot a picture of the thing inside that rocket. What did they do? They shoot a picture. The military wasn't too happy. But there you go. Mm. What a way to talk about America's space program. So, Frank, your thoughts on what we just heard here, Frank Morato, being a, 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 a space expert. Well, no, I'm not a space expert. Uh, you're talking to the space expert. I'm a guy with a lot of questions about space, especially with everything that's going to be happening with the uh, forthcoming eclipse and everything. But in terms of this uh, this space aircraft, um, one of the things that we've seen, unfortunately, Steve, is so many of yes. these programs get plagued with uh, with delays, and they don't seem to be, for whatever reason, able to deliver uh, at the time that they're supposed to come out. I mean, are we thinking yes. this uh, this space aircraft is actually going to come out within some sort of a reasonable time frame? We do, and we have a lot of good things to say about it. It's testing some rather secret things, but how can I tell it if it's secret if I can tell you about it? If it's that and secret, I won't tell well, you. <laughs> <laughs> Even if we tickle you? Guys, what we, we got to take a break. What are you guys going to okay. talk about at 1 o'clock in the morning? Well, I got some really interesting things. We're going to talk about more about the expansion of the universe. We're going to talk about this solar cycle, the big eclipse coming up. We're going to be talking about so many things on what, Frank? As we move from the other side of midnight for twice a month, we go cosmic conversations. So I'm looking forward to it. The other side of midnight from 1 o'clock in the morning to 5 o'clock in the morning. And and listeners, please tune in. We do not want Brandon's radio to to drop. That's right. I have a a I have a two-year-old to feed. We need people leaving the radio on. Thank you. Thank you, everybody. Thank Talk you. To Tune in tonight.